This week's episode is brought to you by Napoleon. Uh, once considered the emperor of France, Napoleon is often thought to be short, but he was actually rather average size for someone of his time, and that was a propaganda campaign by the rest of Europe and the various coalitions that tried to bring him down. Also, he uh, filled the power vacuum in France that was caused by the French Revolution, and he's overall a really interesting guy, yet kind of an asshole. Napoleon. There's a joke coming up in this episode where it'll all make sense. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus Tonight. We're partying like it's the weekend, because it is the weekend. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And today we are talking about Bushiroad's new ban list that they released, and you likely what? saw all the videos from all the other Vanguard YouTubers before us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're fast. Um, Fastest. Yep. We were going to do this on uh, Tuesday when we normally record, but Bushiroad was like, we didn't finish our homework in time. We want an extension. So uh, here we are on a Saturday. And uh, they actually did a ban list this time. Instead oh of my god! Do a ban list? Yeah, I still can't. Nice. Be- I still can't believe we managed to stretch out a whole episode from literally nothing. What? That, that's no. That's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, no, but like just last time they were like, "We're doing a ban list." I was like, "Cool episode," and then they were like, "Yeah, we're not putting anything new on it." And then we managed to go for about forty minutes, which that's nothing short of a miracle. Yep. So this ban list not only had stuff for premium, which was uh, you know we expressed concerns about, but also for standard, right? Yes. Yeah. They did. Um, who would like to do the honors for standard? Yeah. So I'll uh, go ahead and talk about standard. Uh, okay. Oh, so, or, unless you want to. Yeah. I mean, I do play the clan. All right. Fair. So, he loves the mermaids. <laughs> yeah. So we're finally getting a hit to the mermaids because they've been around forever since their set came out. So. Now in standard, you can only choose between Sonata or Lisa Lot. They cannot be in the same deck as each other. I forgot who's who. So Sonata is the grade three. So you can counterblast one, soul blast one. Check your entire. Uh, keep revealing cards from your deck until you can find the card with the uh, keyword. I forgot what the keyword was. Melody. Melody. Yeah. And then I believe it's Melody skill was that. Gave all the units with the melody ten thousand power. So uh, five thousand power. Oh, five thousand. And that works on van or rear. Yes. So basically, you get a free card, and that card gains power. Mm-hmm. And then the, the other and one was the grade two, right? Yes. The, the grade two. It was the, the yeah, where you can just on call. You can check your top deck and, and call it, and then I believe you can call it while you're at grade one as well. Yes. Yeah, because yes, it can, can be called as a grade one. Mm-hmm. So we knew. I think we. Uh, I think we all knew the card from the TD was absurd. Yes. And so if you were going to hit a card, it had to be like it would. Like you. It, this is so. We. I actually want to talk about the, the how this format of banning is different than the way Bushiroad mm-hmm. has previously done in Vanguard specifically. So in Vanguard specifically, normally they would take a card and just restrict it down to some number of copies. So for yes. example, when. Dote and Tsukiyomi and MLB were problems in Japan, they just said, hey, you can only play one copy of MLB. Hey, you can only play two copies of Dote. They restricted the card down in number. What's mm-hmm. different about mm-hmm. this ban list is they're saying, hey, we're still going to allow you to play four copies of this card, but you are not allowed to pair this card with another card. Mm-hmm. So 
the way it works is you can pick either card and run four copies of it, but one, even if you play just one copy of Lizalette, you can play yeah. zero Sonata. Mm-hmm. So, so you're going to have a choice of which one to play, and you can't, you, you, you really can't make, uh, you can't split it. Sophie's all. Choice Vanguard Edition. Yeah, so this is actually the how how they use ban lists in Weiss, uh, Weiss Schwartz. Really? Is they'll yeah is where they'll t- give you like a list of cards like maybe for example like a three choose one where you'll have three three cards to pick from and once you pick play one of those cards you can't play the other two. Oh. Mm-hmm. So in addition yeah. to some other minor restrictions of maybe saying you can't play this card at all or whatever. Yeah. I mean, with like Boucher has done this before in Vanguard with uh, the Jumping Jill. V series and the and, original Purple mm-hmm, Trapezes, mm-hmm. but that was only because it was an infinite loop with each other. Right, and yeah. that was kind of done even before we even saw the card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but this that makes kind sense. Of like, yeah. This is a little bit different. Like, now that it's a known quantity and the deck has been topping forever, they decided to implement this pick one system. I mean, to me, the most annoying parts of Bermuda are the are what's her name, Caro, the one that gives everything boost, and the one that gives everything mm-hmm. intercept and ten k shield. Um, to me, yeah, but unless you have some kind of removal, they are incredibly annoying to deal with because they just sit in the back row and everything is huge. Like, all right, sixty uh, k with force two, and then <laughs> and then you just die on the inside. I don't take great nature <laughs> standard to locals anymore because there's like three people who play this deck and it's like an automatic L the second you see that starter mm-hmm. you're like, ugh, what a pain. Yeah. So another interesting thing they did so I feel like, I mean, I think when Bermuda came out we were all sure it needed to be hit somehow. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, especially in standard and I think the grade two was like the immediate card that you were like, yes, yeah, something about this card needs to change. And I, I do I do think Sonata is the right other choice though. Mm-hmm. Like because so now if you like choose a really strong advantage. Yeah, because like it's pretty much a free card, and yeah. then and Lizalette's already a free card, and then it's pretty much just like if you now if you're playing Lizalette, you have to like entirely change your grade three lineup. Yeah, you can't even uh. be playing for the same deck. So mm-hmm. I think that that's that's really good, I, which I think might. I mean that you might not like they might not even have the choice to play Lizalette, but I'm not sure. Eh, well, it depends because like Lizalette gives you a lot of really strong early pressure because you can call her at grade one, and then when you call her, you get another free card. So it's just if you go second and you call this right away, it's just a really powerful grade one rush. Yeah, you just won't have the same mid game as you had before. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, you being the Bermuda player, Root Beer, uh, which one are you in, in, uh, inclined to go with? Hmm. Well, like, considering, like, all of the new stuff we're getting, in, like, the new Gansalot and all that stuff, where their skills only activate once both players are at grade 3, I feel like my first instinct is to keep Lee's a lot for that really quick early rush, and then you can kind of barrel down with the one that gives the 10k and boost who's then force two, so you still have that really strong tempo early to mid game. Mm. It's just you won't have the same kind of consistency late game that you have with Sonata. Right. And also, like, there's going to be another set in September, and so because Lee's a lot's generic, I think she's going to be, she's going to have better longevity. Sure. Unless they like really push the melody keyword somehow. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling they're going to go in another direction. 
Um, yeah. Who knows? I, I think if they're going to pursue something, it'll be the Highlander thing, which that's mm-hmm. still a. Like, oh, man. Are, are people going to start doing that now? That they I have would this restriction? love for a future where we have. Well, I don't think people are going to do it now. But I think, like, let's say we have, like, let's say we, when we get, like, the fifth Bermuda set, right. where there's, like, enough good cards to make a deck of singletons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, that deck may not be anything now. But maybe far, far in the future that deck could become <laughs> something, which would be really sweet, and I hope it happens. I mean, <laughs> that thing that gets you one of each gift is pretty crazy. Like, Yeah. Um, but I think, like, if we look at other games that have had singleton decks, like, in their formats... I think, like, Hearthstone is, like, the immediate example. Yeah. The reward you have for having a singleton deck needs to be something consistent. And something that kind of makes up for inconsistencies early on. Like, when Hearthstone was at the height of its, like, singleton decks, you had uh, Reno, Reno Jackson, who was a 5-mana 4-6, but if all the cards in your deck were, like, if you didn't have any duplicates in your deck at all, it healed you to full. Okay. That's so, like, interesting. It, you could be at two and it'd be like Reno up to 30. And your opponent's just like, yep, there's Reno, of course. He always has it. And mm-hmm. you, you would make your deck all singletons to guarantee that you always had Reno active. The other card that people used for single that made singleton decks very good was a card called Kazakus that basically made just a really, really powerful, like, undercosted spell. Like, you could make a spell that polymorphs all minions and draws five cards or whatever. Like, or draws three cards. It was, like, absolutely absurd. So like it just gave you like a lot of extra gas just for being able to uh, being able to play a deck of all singletons. So mm-hmm. they they'll need a bit more powerful cards in order for that to work. At least the rewards I think will need to be better. I do think the triple gift card is really sweet, but I mm-hmm. also don't think that is enough to warrant the singleton deck. I mean the the, the triple gift oh. card just kind of captures my imagination. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the there's also the possibility that now they're bringing back a bunch of old archetypes, they're also just going to bring back all of their old gimmicks, too. Oh, they're going to bring bouncing back and all that stuff? Or... Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. We don't I know. I think that part that's like, heal two in Bermuda, if your deck, if you know, if you, if, like, you reveal top seven, if they're all different card names, you know, if all the normal units are different card names, heal, heal two. And it could still not be great. And then Metatron yeah. is just like, haha, I'm still better than you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you have to be able to guarantee it mm-hmm. in order for those cards to be good. Mm-hmm. And you can't draw it a lot because your deck is all singletons. So right. it's like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like, we talked about this during the set review before of the, you know, Bermuda stuff where it was, the cards have to resemble each other enough, despite being different, for it to work. Yeah. Um like yeah, the, the, like if all your grade twos gain power, that's fine. But if they get, if they're gonna do it in different ways and have different names, um, I think it would also be interesting if there was a card that uh, you could run four of and it would still be traded as different names. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, like it, it would be like this is always traded as having or something. Think you name. could reasonably do that because the card name is really, like is always first and foremost what's printed. That's mm-hmm. true. So, uh, you like you would have to word that incredibly poorly. That's true. Um, I think what instead might actually just be better on Bushiroad's part is to make four different arts of the same card and just change the name slightly on each. <laughs> like, I think that would be a easier solution to their problem and then try to word whatever the fuck that would have to be. 
Does anybody yeah. remember that set of triggers where if, like, you have another, like, there's a crit draw heal stand and it's... Like, yeah, the quartet. The, yeah, the quartet. That's what I'm thinking of. It becomes 7k boosters or whatever? Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like hitting that Look, 16. I've called that draw trigger a fair number of times. I never really did Bermuda all that much. The only one I really enjoyed was Pacifica, and she was kind of terrible. Yeah. So. Well, Lena was better. Lena was sweet. But Pacifica okay, Pacifica is coming back. Ugh, I'm, nice. I'm still not doing it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. That's any, so, any I'm other? Uh, do, did you have any other comments on uh, Standard Atlas? Um, nothing. Like it, it seems fine. I think I would have hit Caro to one. That would have been my hit instead of uh, the Lisa Let Sonata thing, but this is hey, still fine. Which, which, which car are you talking about specifically? <sighs> There's the one that gives them. everything 5k in boost. There you go. I Thank see. you. Yeah, the, the, the boosting thing kind of annoys me because it's like field full of grade threes and this yeah. is okay. Like, well, that's, I think that's fine because there's a yeah. lot of downsides to playing a deck full, a lot with a lot of grade threes in it anyway. You mm -hmm. say that. As far as guarding and goes. And also, like, compared to Sonata, she's only, her skill where she can search another copy of herself is only on place, where Sonata, as long as it's your vanguard, can continually refill your board. I uh, you got a point there. Eh. Yeah. I'm not saying this I think is a I, bad I, I, hit. I, I, but... Oh, sorry, go on. I just said, I, I'm not saying it's a bad hit, I'm just saying it wouldn't have been mine if I was in charge of this. That's mm -hmm. it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think Carl is also very good. But uh, I think there's there's so many good cards in the Bermuda deck. I think that was yeah. kind of the point. That, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's hard to get them all. But I think... And also, like, I think if you were to hit all three of them, like, the deck would start to be unplayable. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying make it unplayable. At least, until saying... they get their, at least until they get their next set. Yeah. Like, I think this is good enough for until the next set, because Paro isn't as consistent as Sonata is, so... Like, having to rely on her as the main vanguard if you choose Lizalet will make the deck less consistent. And then, if you keep relying on the Sonata Karo combo without Lizalet, then you don't have as much early game power to pressure your opponent quickly. So, like, the threat of their large columns, even with Force 2, isn't as great if you're only at, like, 2 damage by Grade 3 as opposed to, like, 3 or 4 damage. Why is the Japanese names? Named Karo, and we, it's Karo on ours. Because uh, Americans are uncultured and terrible. I'm no, I'm just asking. Them for this. <laughs> I don't think. That I mean, I'm kidding. That's about how it would sound, I think. Yeah, I guess. All right. So, so another, shall we move into the premium? Oh. Yeah. So uh, they didn't. So the other thing that they do in Weiss and and is, like, they'll either restrict things to one or just straight ban them. And yes. in Vanguard, I don't think, before now, that we've had a card they've straight banned. Um, yeah. The only time they've they really... done that, it's, like, you can't use it as your starter, or... Yeah, yeah. Which, ban which effectively bans it, but yeah. not really. Mm-hmm. So... They, have, they haven't said outright you just can't use it in your deck until now. Right, they just said, you are not allowed to put this card anywhere near or around your deck. <laughs> and what's the first card, uh, what's, what's the first card they did, uh, uh, Rootbeer? So, Esteemed Deity of Abundant Waters Ichikishima, and if you've forgotten, that is the Stride Collection version of Ichikishima that just disables the auto-ability of your Guardians, and gives you a shit ton of power for cards in your hand. Uh, yeah, this is, okay, so, 
when I was, you you guys heard, or you guys were there, you listeners were there, my whole rant about how there you don't stride anything else in OTT, it's one Ichikishima or the other, and your hand effectively becomes, you know, inadequate or doesn't matter anymore, just starting from turn three or four, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is nuts, and... How many PGs uh, do you got? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Like, I mean, the old Ichikishima was already, like, already got better with the advent of the draw PGs, because they're grade zeros mm-hmm. now. So, this almost seemed like overkill. Um, the ability to shut off all auto abilities was too big, too fast. Yes. Yeah. Like, this is for, like, like that stops PGs, that stops every G-Guardian ability except, what, Plotmaker? Uh, Plotmaker and um, the Narukami one that gets 10k if they have three bound cards. Like it's Yeah, because Plotmaker's mm-hmm. a continuous for yeah. some yeah. fucking reason. <laughs> and like in both of those cases, those are very specific, and that mm-hmm. is too far... Oh, and the LEG guard, which we will get to momentarily. Yeah. Um, but this first. Yeah. So... I'm kind of glad they did this, and it also shows the ability to admit mistakes because this came out, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For us? This card is just so absurd. Yeah. Yeah. And even limiting it to one doesn't matter because you would just go into it first stride and then you just do second Ichikishima. Up, oh, they're dead. Yeah, yep. like... <laughs> or, do the, or the other way around, right? You use... Actually, yeah, no, you go this first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, this This card is just so... Like, where do you even go after this? Yeah, right? Because, like, your opponents can't use the auto ability, you get 2,000 power for each card in your hand, and then also you count your G-Zone for cards in your hand when it's face-up, so... If you you know, by your, sec- by your okay. second stride, you're gaining, like, 20,000 power or something. Oh, and if you then... all want to do a fun exercise, go compare this to OTT's GBA. Right. <laughs> Fucking Amaterasu. I know, right? And I, I, I need to do this just for for uh, content or something. Um, where was... Fuck, I forgot Amaterasu. It was an Amaterasu, right? Yes. Chief Deity of the Heavens, Amaterasu. Found it. So, okay, so... GB8, you counterblast one, look at the top five of your deck, put three of them into your hand, put the rest... <clears throat> top or bottom in any order, and then Oracle, you drive track a trigger unit, your front row gets 5,000 power. Um, I mean, that's good. It's not GB8 good, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> this was like, first stride. Yeah. You could swap these, and, no one, and people would be like, yeah, that's a completely, that, that's like an absurd GB8, sure. Yeah. <laughs> this could be a deck. This could be a GB8, and people would be like, "This is absurd." Yeah, but that would be and understandable yeah, because it's GB8. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, if you took the GB8 off of Amaterasu, this would actually be a pretty good card. Oh yeah, but yeah. like, it... it's just like why? And then if they, for some reason, they don't die to this fucking card, you won't. It does shit in your G zone. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's not as bad. That don't, that one doesn't bother me so much because oh, yeah, yeah I mean, it's basically it, trinket text, but it's still like an extra probably six or eight k power. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's if you right. go into it second stride, which most of the time you don't need to. You can just go into the original. 
because you have yeah. you likely save your silent toms for that. Oh yeah, I forgot about silent tom. Um, yeah, you can't call normal units. Yep. Or if you use the original tom with this, they can't call grade zeros. Yeah. So I think what this basically says to me is that Bushi is very okay with dumb shit happening on second stride, and very mm-hmm. not okay with dumb shit happening on first stride. Yep. But that's 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 understandable though. Right? Yeah, that's reasonable. Like by second stride, there's a lot of dumb shit that can happen, especially with ZRs. So like, yeah. whatever. But first stride is like, come on. First, it can't like, be this dumb. First stride is for resources, and Wu Tang is for the children. Now, this thing, like compared to okay, some other uh, G Zone or some of the other stuff from Premium Collection got G Zone effects, and mm-hmm. they're they're still really good. But, like, this is, like, comparatively to the other G-Zone skills of the other cards, it's very whatever. But, like, that yeah. first skill, just, I mean, buddy. Like, combined with that first skill, though, it's really yeah. impactful because you would just it almost guarantees copy. that you'll always have Oracle. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, like, that Oracle skill gives you a ton of power, along with disabling auto abilities, so... Yeah, you know your opponent can't really guard effectively. You have a ton of power. What are they supposed to do? I mean, this card single-handedly made those uh, countercharge soul charge heals from like mm-hmm. late Giera, uh stupid. It rendered them like unusable because mm-hmm. now because like all your auto abilities are disabled. People are u- running the V heals just for the twenty k shield because of this yep. by yeah. itself. Make it makes uh, heals better than a, almost every G guard. Yeah. Yep. And then if you're Murakumo, it's just another average Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. I mean, if you're playing Murakumo, you're losing anyway. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> in premium. Um, Alright. Okay, so what was imagine the other having thing? An, what? Imagine having an infinite loop in premium and still not being good. <laughs> Such right. is life. Alright. Alright. Our other premium hit is Luxury Wave Ellie. I am so, so fucking happy about this. The G-Guardian from forever ago... Oh, where it gets 10,000 shield for each sentinel in your drop zone, or each face-up copy of itself in the G zone, and then GB2, you can soul blast a card and put it back face down. Why is that a thing? What? <sighs> Alright, so, also, it's plus 10,000 here is continuous, so it gets around the previously aforementioned card. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> so if you know if you have like two sentinels in your drop zone and one of these face up, yeah, this is a random forty-five kg guard for yep. nothing. Oh, and oh no, it's my last one. Oh, just kidding. You can just fucking yeah, soul blast it. Oh, and this is also in a deck that could run six sentinels. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So you know, casual eight nine eighty-five kg guardians. This sure. is how this is how I lost in. Um, in regionals this year during team tournament was against this during my Zoa turn with Rhino. It's like, all right, you can yeah, it's one of these and you lost, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> literally what he, he like went into that. It was like an eighty-five k shield. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm so mad. <laughs> oh, welcome. That's what you get for not playing Bermuda, bro. Oh, yeah, man, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, this card's absolutely fucking stupid. This is. Yep. The most absurd G-Guard in the game, okay, and the now o- it is no longer in the game. The only other G-Guard yeah, that could turn gone. itself back face down so you could reuse them was the Aqua Force one, and that was during your main phase, and for a counter charge. And it wasn't even good. I mean, you mostly just turn it face up for Vanguard, like, costs, 
and then turn it back face down for counter charge. Like, you don't even use yeah. it as a G-Guard, almost. Well, a lot of Aqua Force G-Guards are pretty bad, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the flip one is pretty good. The That's true. That's yeah, true. that one's pretty good. It's not like Markoma, where actively all of them are bad. That's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this thing was just all of the stupid in, in one card, and uh, needed to die, like, immediately. And here we are. Nope. Rest in uh, peace, Luxury Wave Alley. Well, there's always still Sandy for Absurd Shield, but you have to turn up a G-Guardian for that. So we had a couple other uh, more normal hits <laughs> to premium. Uh, should we cover the other Bermuda hit first, because I'm sure oh. we're all excited about that too. Oh yeah, we, yeah, let's do that then. Yes. Yeah, so Delight Genius Angie got hit to one. Fucking finally. Yeah, so what does that card do? Go ahead and explain that to us. So, when placed or when you stride, you may Soul Blast 1, choose up to two cards in any player's circle other than Vanguard, and return them to your hand. If your opponent's cards were returned, draw a card. If one or more car of your cards were returned, search for one card with GB2, reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle. And then GB2, when you would discard from hand for the cost of stride, you may call those cards to rearguard instead. So Basically, it- flussing forever. So... You, if you do one of each, you get to search. You get to search for a card, draw a card, yeah. and then whenever you stride, you get to call cards to rear guard. Yep. Very cool. Uh, this yeah. 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 You just yeah. draw a card, get a free stride fodder for next turn, and the next turn, when you use that stride fodder, it just becomes a rear guard instead. So now you can only use one of this card in your deck. Yep. Yeah. So that's actually uh, it's a pretty rough hit. Yeah. It's like, you can play it, but uh, you have to find it first. Mm-hmm. And now, like, the natural decision originally would just be to search another copy of itself, and mm-hmm. because Bermuda bounces shit to hand, you can just recycle that one copy infinitely, basically. Right. Yeah, so, but now... Alright, so... Now that cannot happen. This is mm-hmm. a long time coming, though. Yes. This should have been hit probably forever ago, but here we are. Yeah. Yeah, it's finally gone. Bermuda is finally losing its massive advantage engine that it's had forever. I think it'll still be fine, if we're being honest. But sure. yeah, I, mean, I get more think cards. now you'd probably just. Mm-hmm. And also, the standard hit doesn't apply to premium, so you can just use rush strats now. Yep, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you still do have a uh, uh, Sonata and uh, Lazulet in premium, but not standard. Yes. So, and that's going to be I, something that people are going to need to get used to as well, is kind of like how, you know, where the hits are might be different. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that'll mostly apply to the standard hits. This yeah. overall just, like, does a lot for the meta, which means that you can now start probably running the, you know, the countercharge soul charge heals again. And, like, just, it's, you can see clearly now the rain is gone, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was really dumb. Um,. <laughs> So, another hit that uh, was probably a long time coming and that will make the editor of this show cry is that uh, Crimson Lion Cub Kirf from the original Vanguard, the Forerunner, can no longer be used as a starter. Thank God. (laughs) It's finally over. So, that means that they can no longer stride while you're on grade one. Um, Actually, that's possibly no? Eh, No. I'm not sure. 
So that means that you can still run it in the deck, which uh, if you're insane, you could run it as a four of and hope, hopefully you draw it and Bowmain at the same time. Probably not. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah. So you're also what... down another card. Oh, like you... oh, if you do the thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, I'm not sure. What I wanted uh, was either, they either needed to hit this or they needed to put the old Wonder Ezel to one just because the ability to keep chaining rides into each other and drawing cards off of it was too good, I think. No, I think you have mm -hmm. to take care. I don't think there's a choice. Yeah. Well, they did, yeah. so that's good. Uh, I I love that they did this. I also think that you can still do crazy shit in Gold Paladin. Like, if you run the original Kirf, and then all you need in that case is the Ezel, because you can still Soul Blast the Kirf and ride mm -hmm. him, and then you can do... Um, if you have Wonder Ezel, you can like keep going. Or if you have a... Raven hair, you can superior ride on turn two. Mm -hmm. So it's not. Yeah. It just makes it less consistent now. Yeah, or which, less, not as fast. It's not as fast, which it was already pretty damn fast, and I think it'll still be one mm -hmm. of the faster decks. But who knows what'll happen? Um, I yeah, I have to ask Richard. I think the idea is to just put it at a more reasonable speed so other decks can keep up. Mm -hmm. Um, this also means that one of the major uh, scourges of the meta, besides uh, OTT and Bermuda, has been hit, which means that any deck whose main problem was not being able to keep up with Gold Paladin, that's not a thing anymore. So yeah. I think this opens... Long live Dimension Police. Pretty much. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this opens the door for slower decks now. Um, yeah. Which is good. I, I like uh, playing decks that just, you know... Maybe they're they're not as good at. We can have fun now. Yes, exactly. Finally. I mean, you still have to do something. You still have to try to kill them a second stride. Oh, of course, but that like make sure you can get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when their first stride is two turns before yours instead of one or after yours, mm -hmm. then it didn't matter. Mm hmm. Um, another another uh, hit that I don't quite understand is that Magical Calico can no longer be used as starter. I had to look this card up because I yeah. didn't know what it was. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, this is a forerunner for OTT. Uh, it has a Generation Break 1 Oracle skill, so it's only active, again, if you can remember Oracle from all those years ago, it's active when you have five more cards in hand. You can put it into your soul and discard a card. Uh, you search your deck for up to three cards, reveal them, your opponent chooses two of those cards and puts... And put you put the chosen cards in the drop zone. The other one goes to your hand. So, yeah. for you could get three copies of the same card. You have to get one of them. Yeah. So basically, you would just use this to search Silent Tom or something, right? Mm -hmm. Get your win condition quickly. Yeah, I think that has to give it to you. Yeah, I think this is a pretty like reasonable hit because, like even even with the old Ichikishima Tom strat, that's still pretty strong. That still shuts down most methods of guarding. Yeah. So this reminds me a lot of a Magic the Gathering card, and uh, mm -hmm. it's called Intuition. It's from it's from the set Tempest and, Mag and Magic, which is a pretty old set. It's an instant, so you can do this on your opponent's turn. It's a search your library for any three cards, reveal them to your opponent. He, uh, they choose one, one, put that card into your hand, and the rest go to your graveyard. So it's kind of worded oppositely, where they choose the card that goes to your hand rather than choosing the cards that go to your graveyard. Yeah. But the idea is that you just get the three copies of the same card, and your opponent has to give it to you. Of course. And so, like, this is effectively a demonic, a, a tutor. Like, it just searches, it says, pick a card in your deck, add that card to hand. Which is why they hit it. But, like, I've never mm -hmm. seen this card played in English, like, at all. Um, I'm guessing this is a Japan thing? 
mostly? Probably. Yeah. Like, I mean, but I'm... it makes sense to me. Like, I think you want to restrict being able to tutor out Tom easily. I just, and I don't know how quickly or easily people can get rid of Forerunners in the new premium meta. So, uh, Intuition's a busted magic card, so... If you had, um... If you had any sort of removal, you were fine. But that was mm-hmm. that was the thing with Kirf, was that any deck that could run, like, turn two removal was, like, playing that shit at max copies just in case. Like, you could get rid of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I uh, think, like... My friend Vince, in his uh, Messiah Deleter deck, he ran that grade 2 that if it hit, you could just vanish delete one of the opponent's rear guards at 4. Mm-hmm. Literally just for Kirf. So, <laughs> um, yeah. This seems like a good hit. Maybe it's preemptive. What if that was yeah, the hit? maybe. Or, like, this wasn't that big of a deal before, but they're like, uh, people are going to kind of figure it out, which would be interesting. It's like a medium hit, I guess, like... I don't know if it would be completely meta-breaking, but it being gone also isn't a terrible thing. Yeah, I wish I knew more about Japan's meta. Uh, apologies mm-hmm. again for the uh, for the premium meta, <laughs> meta pie chart episode. Uh, I did a, I did a learn Japanese at some point. All right. So shall we get to the final hit? Yep. Yeah. So. Where, where are we? Ah. So, we are now at the choose one between Shiranui Rine or Jamyo Kongo. Which we talked so, about in the second Miyagi if set. We can re- so, <laughs> let's remember what these cards do. So, Shiranui Rine was, is, I think, is one of the lamest cards they've ever fucking made in this game. Uh, it's a stride for Nubatama. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, Dominate. Uh, you, it's an act, so you counterblast one. Uh, flip, flip, uh, Persona Copy, flip. Co- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your opponent chooses two cards from their hand, calls them to separate rear guards, they get power plus five thousand, dominate them, and attack your opponent's vanguard at one time. And your opponent cannot activate the auto abilities of called of cards called during by these effect by this effect. Mm-hmm. And then it has a GB three where all dominant units can t- ten thousand power to crit. Yep. So it's basically if your opponent's at four your opponent has to discard, like, four or five cards. Yeah. Yep. Somewhere around there. No, now! Go sorry, ahead. Well, were you going to say something? I was just going to say that, um, the like, I remember talking to people about this when, um, when like, the whole gift system came out, and they were mm-hmm. like, uh, what happens with protect gifts? Do you discard? And then I looked it up, and uh, if you have two protect gifts, you can just show them to the opponent. And then the effect fizzles because uh, protect gifts can't exist outside of the hand or the guard circle. So right. mm-hmm. everyone's justification for keeping Shiranui Rin around was protect decks just outright counter it. And I'm like, okay, but if you do this first stride, they're only going to have one probably. And if you are aggressive enough, it'll make them you know have to drop the protect gift to not die. And that's where the next guy comes in, which. Uh, if you please, Mr. Barber. All right. So this guy is a Shura Stealth Dragon Jamyo Kongo. It's a grade three protect gift for Nubatama. On Vanguard Circle, when placed and at the end of each turn, your opponent chooses six cards from his or her hand and discards the rest of the cards from his or her hand. If your soul has a grade three, your opponent chooses four cards instead of six. Can somebody say death sentence? Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. 
you know, you write, you know, you let's say you're going, you know, you're you're going second because you're a lucky son of a bitch, and you're like, I ride Jamia Congo, discard it down to six. God forbid you soul charge to grade three for some fucking reason. Yeah. And <laughs> and then you're like, all right, stride Rene, call two of them, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, attack you. Like, you're down to what two cards? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they've it, just gotten fucking started. It's just not like, come on, that. Like that's a really it's ridiculous. Little, yeah, it's it's too much. Yeah. This is some. And I I remember when we first talked when we did the set review for uh, the set that Jaime Congo is in. I'm like, this card seems <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, which do you think you would keep if you were to play premium Nubas? Uh, I would keep. Oh, man. I would keep Shiranui Rene because it's too good of a finisher. Like mm-hmm. Nubatama doesn't really have a lot of good finishers. There's the one from. Uh, What's the, the one from Premium Collection that can uh, call the opponent's strides, like dominate the opponent's mm-hmm. used strides, but it's like, that's all matchup dependent, and it's just, it's just not that good. Otherwise, you have yeah, um, yeah. the one that makes them keep four cards and bind the rest for the turn, and Mujin, yeah. which all of those are pretty good, but the fact that you're hitting for, like, if you make them call 8Ks, right, or 7Ks, that's still 22 or 23 with a crit. Yeah. Which, uh, that's really, really good. And, for the most part, the only thing you, like, you you just, your great threes in Nubatama are just for protect gifts, and that's kind of it. Or the mm-hmm. Shirinui name, if you're gonna run that. In my case, I ran, you know, when I was using the deck, I had, um, Kuji Kiri Kondo, just because if you went first, you could make him drop a card. And then for the protect yeah. gift. And then I ran two copies of, uh, one of the Shirinui grade three, so I could search it with Stride Fodder in case it wasn't going too well, and then fucking KFC Bird. That's kind of all you needed. I have a question. Yeah. Why does Johnny Okongo make your opponent discard at the end of their turn? I don't know. Um, all right. I mean, everyone's... I was like, this just seems like a weird decision to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. this card could be on place, your opponent discards down, right, and you'd still be obnoxious. I mean, mm-hmm. it is obnoxious. It's very obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like, there's like, let's just add all this other text on it, cause fuck you. Yeah. 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 Yes. I, I I know nothing. Not I don't know a lot about uh, modern Nubatama, but my expectation that would be that I would want to play Renee more. But yeah, uh, like, I think so. Completely wrong. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, that's still a really strong effect. And then if you if you mm-hmm. can if someone figures out like what first stride to use, because most of the time you would just do. Like, um, Magu Tembu, where you just uh, dominate somebody with 3k and then kill it afterwards. So it was a form of removal and an extra attack. Oh, that sounds awful. It's not yeah. too bad. Um, it's fine. Or you would, or the other, your other first stride was Shirinui Rene, because you could still rip two cards out of the opponent's hand. Yeah. Yeah. And there's still I guess attack. maybe just use the new Mujin Lord to dominate two strides. Yeah. Oh, Mujin Lord Dakoku. Um, which was Counterblast 1, turn something face-up. They picked two G-units uh, with power from his... Two face-up G-units. Face-up G-units, calls them to rear, and then your opponent can't use the audio abilities. You dominate them and then attack your opponent's Vanguard one at a time, and then during the battle their auto abilities can be used as if they are on Vanguard. So that's still only 15k. Yeah. And it's like it's just not that Plus good. whatever auto abilities they might have. Which, uh, But again, your opponent's choosing them, so... yeah. So they're going to choose the least bad option. Exactly. It's all yeah. matchup dependent and is thus, you know, varying degrees of uh, usefulness. Now, if it's used with Jamie Congo, who knows? 
but oh god yeah anything that makes your opponent just discard some arbitrary number of cards like mm-hmm. there's a card in legend of the five rings mm-hmm. called a uh, restoration of balance and so the way legend of the five ring rings works is you have like it's i don't know if anyone's familiar with uh dual like dual masters or any of this nonsense you have like mm-hmm. these provinces and you have to break so many provinces before you can like attack your opponents uh like attack your opponents pro- like stronghold they call it mm-hmm. and like, you when you break your opponent's stronghold you win the game but one of the provinces people would have in the row was this thing called restoration of balance and the original text of the card was when this province is revealed after being targeted for an attack so if you because all of them are face down to start and your opponent has to blind choose one. And after it's revealed, they have to discard down to four cards. Usually on the first turn, people have nine cards in their hand. Oh. Later oh. turns, they might have even more. So I've had a situation where my opponent had 14 cards, attacked blindly into province, and hit restoration, discard 10 cards. Oh my god. And you're just like, sucks, bro. <laughs> I did nothing but have this province in my background. Uh, this card has been errated since because it's dumb as fuck. But, yeah, it's like, these these cards that you make your opponent discards arbitrary amounts, especially in games like, in like, or formats like Premium, where people just tend to have a lot of cards, are very mm-hmm. good. Like, if we were playing a game where people, like, usually only had, like, you know, three or four cards in their hand, like Magic or something, so that says your opponent discards down to four would not even be very good. But because people are likely to have, like, many cards, it becomes a lot better. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the arbitrary number makes it more effective. Like, earlier in the game, it's not as good, because you're like, I only have six, and you're making me discard zero. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the fact that Jamie O'Connor is free is pretty nuts. Yep. Like, just, all right, turns over, start discarding stuff. But what we said before when we were doing the initial review was that this just incentivizes the opponent to go ham, like, yeah. He's going to make me drop cards anyway. I'm just going to drop my hand and use it to try and kill him before yeah. it becomes a problem. I, mm-hmm. I, I think what's really frustrating is if, like, Nubatama goes first and, like, rides a grade three, even if you get first stride on them, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, cool. Like, you, they have a protect gift, whatever. But, like, it's really hard to kill them through what the protect gift they have. And then if they, they like, on second stride turn, they just, like, ride Yami of Congo, make you discard down to four, and then stride into Rene, mm-hmm. you're just, like, completely hosed. Yeah. So yeah. It's they... just, like... It's the second stride on the defense, I think, is, like, yeah. particularly obnoxious. But they, they did good. Good job, Bushiro. Or the first stride on defense, sorry. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I think this ban list is pretty strong. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure it's, like, so. everything that people might have wanted. I well, think... Of course, like, be- because everyone is like, oh, the, this is cancer ban, and I'm like, you're complaining about Murakumo right now. Really? Like, <laughs> come on. And, like, you look at the other good decks, like Luard and stuff, yeah. and you're just like... Is there anything in this deck that's even worth hitting? And you're like, maybe. <laughs> but, like, there's just, yeah. like, a bunch... But, like, the deck that I think was the most problem was Gold Paladin. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. Um, now, they also have a watch list for both, for both formats. Um, okay. Which, normally, we don't really pay most att- a lot of attention to watch lists, because, like, what does that even mean? They don't really tell you what it means. They're just like, we got our eye on you. You know, mm-hmm. so for yeah. for standard, it's Nova Drappler, Dimension Police, um, sure, and then in premium, okay. it's Neo Nectar and Mega Colony. So, I uh, understand Neo Nectar completely. I yes, I do because uh, Neo Nectar was also a very good fast deck, or still is, and 
Something tells me that now that Gold Paladin's gone, this is like during the French Revolution where we're like, we're done with kings, we're going to chop off Louis XVI's head. And then Napoleon walks in with the thank you very much, puts it on his head, and, you know, <laughs> proceeds to start fucking up Europe for the next few years. So something tells me that Neonectar is Napoleon right now. Um, so, I think the mega colony stuff might have stuff to do with that that we mm-hmm. haven't that's you know maybe we haven't put together yet because I know yeah. the reveals from mega colony like, we're in the middle of them now mm-hmm. so yeah. hopefully as look... time goes on we'll see more of what's going on go ahead now I was just gonna say like the mega colony stuff looks like pretty medium right now yeah I mean... yeah I don't know I think it's pretty sweet I think yeah. I think it's really cool so, I think Cyclomatooth is really sweet Gunning Coleo looks kind of medium. Yeah, I haven't done the math on it yet, and like how how like worth it might be because they're kind of mm-hmm. like opposite great nature. But usually, I would rather get positive effects from my cards than kind of like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how how much I value milling my opponent. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're playing oh. against Grand Blue in standard, this is just like because uh, I took um, I took Grand Blue to locals uh, back on Thursday and. Um, mm-hmm. I was playing against uh, Nova Grappler, and I lost to the guy because he had three stream and dance and announcer shouts. <laughs> so he just he, he just put three in the back row, and every turn he took three cards out of my deck, which and all but one time he had the higher grade, so it would go into his hand. If it was into my hand, I could do something with it. But this is just in my soul, so it's not a card in my drop zone that counts toward Tokaijus' total, and it's not a card in my hand I can guard with or call or do Get whatever. Fucking body it was. A masterstroke. It was. I wasn't even mad. I was like, "That's completely understandable." Good job, sir. Like, um, that's fucking great. So yeah, might yeah. Not, might not be as bad as we think it is with Meta Colony, but for premium, I Meta Colony's whole deal is that that new Gradora stride is so good because it you're only allowed to call from your hand, which means no G guarding. And uh, mm-hmm. any deck that doesn't call from hand is screwed, i.e. Neonectar, depending right. if they mm-hmm. were able to set up or not. So Magic Colony could be like much like it was on Gold Paladin during last year's Worlds, where the guy won. Um, it could be like a check on something like mm-hmm. Neonectar. Um, or if the new Pale Moon stuff ends up being fucking awesome, which yes, it will be, because I will make sure it is, uh, it kind of fucks them over, too. So, yeah, the, both of those watch lists make sense. As for standard, I'm not sure why Dimension Police is there. I don't know what I'm Again, missing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. not ba- it's not bad. Like, the, the stuff is good. It's just, like, I haven't really seen them, like, be as scary as I'm thinking, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. People, maybe people aren't as vocal about, I don't know. Sure. I, I do find it interesting that the uh, sets in the standard watch list are sets that were fairly weak uh, when they were er- early on in V era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, yeah, because their second wave was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one clan that isn't mentioned anywhere on this ban list that I think that Boucher might be sleeping on is Darker Regulars in Premium. Because that Gas Steel Stride is very very good. I think it... I was looking at some uh, recent uh, premium events, and there's not a lot of DI. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I think people I think people are kind of like, DI might be on like a little bit of a downslope of people, you know, playing it. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's made it seem might like... might also uh, just be because like the new set has only just come out and people haven't really thought of it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But I don't think there's a lot of evidence to, at least at the current moment, to 
to say hitting DI makes sense. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't expecting them to hit anything with DI. I just think it's it's probably going to either come up in a big way or it, uh, you know, could have been on the watch list possibly, but maybe not. I'm just mostly taking mm. my information from the fights I've had with Gabe where just he goes, all right, I'm going to copy No Life King and... Uh, whatever succubus it is when you call someone your soul charge and then you know mm -hmm. proceeds to make his front row like plus 30k to the front row and then i ride the um no life king and then i pop the assassin out so that's three so then i do it again then pop out master of fifth element and it just yeah. it, it's crazy but yeah i i just think that it's uh not not enough data on that one yet, sure. but I do think we have the data on Gold Paladin for Definitely. Like, that something needs to be done. You know, we mm -hmm. have the data on OTT that something needs to be done. So and we, and we have the data on Bermuda that something needed to be done. And then I think I think the Nubatama one was mostly preemptive, but good job. Yeah. So that's the most unfun shit. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. That is true. So, is there anything you think was missing? from this ban list, like, stuff that needed to be hit or on the watch list? Nothing that's as, uh, nothing that's, like, urgent, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's hard to say with how this is gonna shake things up, so it's possible that, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's I possible think... that, like, something that wasn't on our radar is going to pop up in a big way now that the oppressive meta cards are gone. Quote-unquote. Um, Man, fuck each Kashima. <laughs> I'm I'm still thinking that Neonectar is going to be the the new Napoleon. Um, mark my words, because not only is the the deck good, it's very cheap. All you gotta do is get like the only stride you're using is the Katarina from Premium Collection, a few G guards, and and all of the other cards you're playing are from the new like you know standard Neonectar, except for Gladiolus, which you can find for cheap-ish online, and that's it. Like. Checkmate Jin and Yahtzee proceed to kill your opponent mm -hmm. at, like, you know, Bedongus numbers. I mean, most decks aren't that bad unless they're Shadow Paladin. Oh, like, cost-wise? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Vince's wallet. Um, so, I'm all about, I'm all out of stuff to say about this ban list. All I can sum it up with is thank you Bushiroad for actually doing one so not only you yeah. did it did you solve your own problems but you gave us something to talk about so good job um oh i forgot to mention ban list is active september 1st for japan and september 20th for english so uh all, all you all you western players out there get your last month of kirfin and then i like the idea of richard just sitting at a table somewhere like drinking a whole bottle of Jack while he just stares at Kirf. Single tear runs <laughs> down his cheek. <laughs> okay, uh, I think that about does it for this episode of Nexus at Night. Guys, where can people find you? Find me at Wiggums 2 gs 2 zs on Twitter. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. You can find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or Instagram, or you can find this show at Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram. Also, if you're in the L.A. area a week from today, August 31st, uh, I am doing a show at Dow Comedy Studio in Koreatown. It is called Pussy Riot, because of course it is. Uh, it's at 8 p.m. Come through, I'll be doing 15 minutes of stand-up, and uh, thanks for listening. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.